Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good evening, everyone. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, dating and relationship expert over at singleinthecity.ca. Returning as my guest co-host, we have philanthropist, model, host, fashion designer, and Real Housewives of Toronto, Joan Kelly Walker. Thank you for having me again. So today is our (laughs) pop culture edition. Yay. The top of each month, we'd like to focus on pop culture. That includes your celebrity and entertainment news, uh, fashion, and upcoming events. And today, we're going to discuss some current celebrity news, including who was recently seen heading back to rehab for the third time, uh, which celebrities can use a lesson on personal hygiene, age of consent, fashion trends for fall, and so much more. So our special guests today are also Greg Omino and Sergio Alazi, both cast members of The Real Housewives of Toronto. And Sergio is also a travel and lifestyle blogger, fashion blogger as well, right? Yes. Thank Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. thanks for coming in. And Grego. back. Yeah, and Grego's also an actress. Yes. Yeah. So welcome to our pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. So I guess my first question would be geared towards uh, Grego and Joan. Okay. So would you stand by your ex even after they repeatedly hurt you? So actress Jennifer Garner, she seems to be sticking by Ben Affleck. Uh, he's, I guess, a troubled star. Mm-hmm. It's his third time going to rehab. I guess last week she went, drove over to his home, pretty much put him in the car and said, you're going to rehab right now. Who knows what she said to him? I would have probably said something like, hey, if you don't get it in the car, you're not going to see your kids anymore. And he went willingly, which is a good thing. Now, how many times can she pick up the pieces for this guy? And would you guys in that situation do the same thing? I think it depends what that looks like, picking up the pieces, because she obviously loved him very deeply to marry him and have his children and to continue caring for him. So mm-hmm. I think just the way that she stepped away and they're not together anymore, that's her way of saying, okay, enough. But you have to do it for the kids. Yeah. Once the kids are old enough, that's one thing. Oh. But when they're young, yeah. it's their dad yeah. and, and the it only ones, serves like you. Yeah, they're yeah. super young. Grego, you do the same, I guess. I would, yeah, I would do the same. I mean, they, it's it's still the father of their, their, their kids, and and obviously, uh, you know, they've they've had something very special together, and and you know, you can tell she still she still loves him in a way, and and I would do, but you know, also. I mean, at one point she has to also. Uh, I mean, you you, you want to help, you want to help, but at the end, he has to help himself. You know, at one point she can't. She, you know, he's gonna. He has to move on, and he has to understand that. Listen, I, if I want to be alive and be there for my kids, I have to. Uh, I have to. Fix She's something. trying to help him help himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've I've actually met them both at TIFF on okay. the on the oh, red carpet. Yes. So I don't oh. know them well, but I've seen them both a couple of times. And you get a feeling about people, right? And I you have can to tell say, she's a great person. Jennifer yeah. is. She's so sweet and gracious on the carpets. It's really remarkable because they're not all like that. Mm-hmm. And she knows basically what my job is, and and you know she's just there to help out. So that was lovely. Yeah, she really looks like a sweet. Woman. She does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's does. nice. It's nice to say that too, because you know you don't know, right? Some of them may not be. Yeah. But when you're struggling with drug or alcohol abuse, you fall off the wagon so many times, mm-hmm. and you keep getting back up, and then you might fall again. Like it's a lifelong journey. I'm just saying, like, how many times is she going to pick up the pieces for this guy? But you don't necessarily fall 
off the wagon all the time. Like some people get themselves to a point where they can sustain it. And even though it's still a challenge, they, there are people that do it. And I think that's what everybody aspires to, right? Yeah. Right. I yeah. agree. But I think there's also, it comes to a point where you do have to put your foot down. And, oh, sorry. It gets to the point where you do have to put your foot down regardless of the kids and stuff. And you have to think, how, what am I going to tolerate? What, what am I going to tolerate for my children? Like, so you don't want that around your kids too. So you have to make sure to really put your foot down and be like, if you don't get better, you're not going to see your kids. Like, Well, well hopefully yeah. he gets his act together sometime mm-hmm. soon, right? I hope so. I hope, I hope so. so. He's, you know, he's, he's a talented a, he's guy. Very, yeah, great director, actor. Yeah. Seems like a, you know, a really good guy. But so, that does yeah. a good good person doesn't mean anything when you've got an addiction problem like yeah. that. Because I know many people who struggle with addiction, and I've seen them go through some rough times and so hard to to get up. And they're great people. And that's what Jennifer Garner says. She says when he's not drinking he is the most loving caring person Mm -hmm. caring dad and then when he falls off the wagon he's this monster that basically drinks himself almost to death and then you know that's all he does look at robert donner jr remember him like talented actor Mm -hmm. he was a disaster like uh, you know dealing with drugs alcohol and and how many times he went you know back and forth back and forth and and look at look at him today he actually he's uh remarried and now he's I mean, he's he's back. He's back on track. So well, they probably don't have to work. Well, they do. Like when they're doing a film, when they're they doing have a to film, be are they drinking on for three months or six months or twelve, however long it is? They have to hold it together. So why can't they just hold it together longer than that? Like yeah. that's the hard thing is sustainability. And Laura, you were saying your friends, you have some friends that suffer from addiction. Do they ever get to that place where They've they can lost- sustain it? Yes, like right now, actually, they're they're good, but they they've lost jobs actually, mm-hmm. where they just don't care about anything, and then they just basically sit in the basement and drink themselves to wow. death almost. Oh, wow. Where they figure uh, eventually, they're like, "I need help," because they're not eating, they're not drinking water. You're just drinking alcohol for an entire week, like your body's going in in preservation mode. Like you're mm-hmm. you're at death really almost. So. And then they crawl from under the ground and it's like, I need help. And then it's like, okay. And then you go get them help. And then what happens with addicts is you it's like a, lo- a lifelong journey. So if you don't get help afterwards, like you're not going to AA meetings and you're not continuing with that, you just fall off the wagon again because your brain almost forgets that what you've been taught. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like how to hmm. deal. Your brain almost forgets how to deal. So when times get tough... You start, you know, drinking or taking, abusing again. But we need to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Azzy Argento and sexual assault case with a minor and age of consent. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. It's our pop culture edition with Joan Kelly Walker of the Real Housewives of Toronto. Uh, she's my co-host. I'm Laura Bellot of singleinthecity.ca. Joining us in studio today are Greg Omino and Sergio Al-Azi. They're both uh, members of the Real Housewives of Toronto. Well, not members of that house, but the cast members. <laughs> 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 okay, so we're going to talk about the Asia Argento and the sexual assault case against her currently. Uh, She's known for having a relationship with the late celebrity chef 
Anthony Bourdain, and she's also been a leading figure in the Me Too movement, publicly claiming to have been raped by movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. Well, there's guess, more to this story. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a picture of her in bed with a 17-year-old. Yeah, so she obviously admitted it. I think she admitted to it finally. Well, because, I mean, she has no choice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it seems like the New York Times has obtained documents which allude to a sexual encounter that took place between her and the 17-year-old Jimmy Bennett. I guess she was 37 years old at the time. Shame on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he was paid $380,000 to keep his mouth shut. I... after. Right? Anthony Bourdain. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really? By Yeah. That's pretty so dysfunctional. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see? Now yeah, people are probably up. picking up the pieces oh. as to why Anthony may have been so distressed. Yeah. Yeah. Distraught. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So now the truth is like coming out. Like all the out. pieces are kind of, oh. And the interesting part was she was the the first person to come out in the Me Too movement stating Mm -hmm. that Harvey Weinstein raped her. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, she's got this other um, secretly where she's secretly settling this case with this 17 year old boy. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think about this? Just, and she lost her job on X Factor, right? Yeah, she lost Italy. her job. Yes. X Factor Italy, oh. and she was asked to step down. I guess they had already taped and edited like seven or so episodes, and then they canned her after that. I think it's also, I think this is a great example of people that are trying to avoid attention being directed to them. So by her putting so much, being so passionate about claiming, I don't know, allegedly Harvey Weinstein, I don't know if it's, it was been it's been confirmed or not, but by being so aggressive towards that and promoting that and being like, oh, me too. Yet she's doing something of that nature is so shocking. But it makes sense because she wanted all the attention for her to seem like she's so against that. Yet she's doing something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily as bad as rape, but somebody who isn't of age and she is. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but. You Maybe the 17-year-old yeah. was consenting. We don't know mm-hmm. that, but still. I think the 17-year-old was consenting, mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I then mean, why the way was he she was... paying him off? Or was he well, because doing he... it just for the money? Well, because he was, he was probably doing it for the money. Sure. Or maybe I mean, afterwards. Maybe initially it wasn't for the money, but I think eventually uh, he probably mentioned it to someone and someone said, hey, dude, you can get a lot of money yeah. out of this woman. But the thing is, is if you are somebody who's been raped in the past and you've experienced that, why are you putting somebody else in a mm-hmm. situation where they could twist that and make that something that you could get in trouble for? Well, she yeah. said that he jumped her. <laughs> really? That's what she said? Yeah. So basically, Jimmy jumped her. Hmm. Yeah. And then oh, she, he okay he yeah, jumped, he okay. jumped her and that he had a crush on her since he was twelve something like that so wow but and would it have made a difference if he was eighteen instead of seventeen well that's where the age of consent comes in and I wonder how they determine these ages mm-hmm. like what are the factors they consider mm-hmm. with seven, 16, 17, yeah. 18. Yeah, and who establishes yeah. that I don't I know is, I think each country so every country is different but it's very interesting because. The height of the highest age of consent in the world is 21, and mm-hmm. that's Bahrain. And then the least, Joan, is what mm-hmm. is it, 11? I believe it's 11, 11 and in it's, Nigeria. Yeah. And uh, 12 in the Philippines and Angola, and 13 in uh, Burkina Faso. So it's and crazy. Niger. Like 11. Yeah. What? Yeah. 11. Okay, so basically, really? you can have sex with an 11 year old, and that's, that's good. 
you're you're good what? in Nigeria and and That's the Philippines insane. twelve. Yeah, yeah, different countries uh, are are twelve, and each state in the United States it varies by state by state, and and it's either in the other countries it's countrywide or regional, so they can kind of just figure out what they want to do. And some of these laws are really old, so maybe it's time to revisit them. And in several sure. Middle Eastern and African countries, they say no age; they have no age actually, as as long as um, you're married, but you're allowed to get married at nine years old. I think they should revisit that and kind of change that because I think at nine years old you're not in a position to commit to being with somebody for the rest of your life. You're still a child. I'm nine years yeah. old. You're well, a child. I think that I comes mean, down to the girls don't have a choice. Like that's well, yeah. that's a whole other yeah, huge a whole issue. Other yes, yeah, subject. Yeah, and I've done extensive traveling with World Vision, not specifically against childhood marriage, but you know to enhance the lives and well-being of children, and um, you know you see it. You see it, not as young as 9 or 11. I've never seen that because that's so extreme. But, what have you seen? Well, you, you see young girls that are 13, 14, 15, even 16 or 17. If, if, if it's pregnant, an arranged Joan? thing. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. If it's an arranged thing, you know, and the girl doesn't have a choice, then that's just wrong. It's just wrong on every level. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. So much to talk about right here on the Pop Culture Edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Oh, and we're back. We're getting into some interesting and funny conversation here because we're going to be talking about stinky celebrities. (laughs) You're listening to the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bilotta. My co-host is Joan Kelly Walker of The Real Housewives. We also have Greg Omino and Sergio Al-Azzi, both cast members of The Real Housewives as well. They're in studio with us today. And yeah, so let's talk about stinky celebrities now. (laughs) Because there was an article that we read a little while ago and um, basically saying that people like Cameron Diaz, Matthew McConaughey, and Bradley Cooper, they're all known for carrying strong odors due to refusing to put on deodorant. And then there's Robert Pattinson, you know him from Twilight? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of his cast members uh, like got upset with him often because he refused to bathe and then there's other uh people that refuse to bathe often brad pitt is one yeah uh johnny depp and zach efron and mm. so yay that's so disappointing <laughs> i know i know especially like brad but i heard about brad pitt i, heard about I know too. someone who knows wow. uh, who met brad pitt he sort of went through that grunge phase. Yeah, I, but he. Well, I think he's always, but, but no, you know, he's always grungy. But you know what? Really? Our friend, my my friend, so he, the, the one thing he remembered when he met Brad Pitt was he stinked. He was smelly, and I'm like, really? Yes. So it's true. It's true. It's such. Yeah, it's true. Wait, yeah. wait. Who said that he was smelly? My, one of a friend who met. Uh, he's a chef, and he cooked for Brad Pitt a few years ago. And was all, he with Angelina? At the time, no, it was with Jennifer. Aniston. Yeah, because I heard. Yeah, I, Jennifer Aniston. I remember years ago did an interview and said that actually they're a bunch of sloths. They yeah. they sit around a lot and grunge out. So she must grunge out, or she probably did when she was with him. Yeah, but she looks like she no, she she smells she's good. Pretty put Avino. together. Avino. Yeah. <laughs> she has Avino. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sure when she, I'm sure when she's out in public, she smells good. Right. But how like, how often is she out in public? I'm sure she's hiding a lot. 
She's yeah. not one of those celebrities that's out on the town all the time. That yeah, that's true. what I was going to say. I'm like, do whatever you want. If you don't want to wear deodorant, that's fine. But if you're going to go out and you know you're going to be around people or if you're in a work environment filming, if you're going to be around people for 12 hours, yeah. just have the courtesy to shower, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shower before or spray perfume because but I don't. Perfume, yeah, perfume doesn't do anything. It's just going it, to, it's yeah. annoying when you spray just, too much perfume on because it's still going to come seep out. But Grego was just saying on the yeah, break that I she doesn't wear any. I don't. I and don't. you don't stink. I wear part, like, perfume, and, uh, you know. But Is no, that a I, Thailand thing? I, I don't know. But you <laughs> Thai people regularly. don't stink. Sorry? You shower. And oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah, right? I don't yeah. think you know, that matters. Every day. No, every day, no, I guys. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that, don't think that <laughs> matters. I don't think that matters. I mean, I if can, you perspire, you perspire. Like other, after see, you have a shower, yeah. you can still. I guess there's smell. some people, some people that really, you know, smells more than others. It really depends your hormones or what. Like I think it really. What you eat, yeah. what you drink. Yeah, we. Were You're not going through menopause yet. I I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, we no, start stinking. You'll start stinking too. <laughs> well, now I'm getting hot here. <laughs> so one of the reasons people don't want to wear deodorant is because of the aluminum. Yes. Yeah. yeah there's unhealthy deodorant, yeah. and a lot of celebrities are really into yes, their own health and being natural. And as much, like a lot of them don't even wear makeup unless they're yeah. working. Like they never wear makeup. Actually, they don't I do don't their wear hair. makeup just sitting around if I don't have to. Yeah, because it gives your, your face a break. But same thing with anything, like even lotions <laughs> you put on your skin. People don't want to put that stuff because half the time you can't even read the label. You don't even know what those ingredients are. Yeah, You can't but, spell any of it. But there are deodorants. I just bought one from Adidas uh, that has no aluminum in it. I mean, it doesn't work as well as the other ones, but it still does work a little better than, uh, I was at the National Woman Show last year and I bought this patchouli stuff off this man and he's like, yeah, it works. So I started wearing it for about a month and boy, I smell worse <laughs> than when, when I was wearing, like I smell because of the patchouli, right? Yeah. You ever put on patchouli oil? It smells, yeah, yeah it's, it helps it's, you. Pri it's quite powerful. <laughs> yeah, you almost smell like a skunk just with that. <laughs> the other thing is when you're like Grego and I and Sergio and yourself probably too, uh, we're constantly wearing other people's clothes. People are dressing us for different galas and things. I don't yeah. want to get deodorant on their clothes. Like these yeah, are beautiful pieces mm -hmm. that don't belong to me okay. and I have to either give them back. But even my clothes, you have yeah. to be so careful with deodorants. Yeah, so thank you for sure. bringing that up. Yes. No, I never get dressed. Oh. But how can I get <laughs> <laughs> can I just like get invited somewhere you where can I can wear get some dressed? Joan Kelly Walker brand? Please, yes. Joan! <laughs> Coming soon. I want to do a whole Insta story yes. and go, I'm with Joan Kelly. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you wearing them all. Absolutely. Like, I watch you guys on your Instagram and I'm like, how do I get fitted like that? Yeah. Sergio, you get fitted too? Yeah, I get I get fitted for certain events. Is or that because you're a fashion blogger? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So I guess you know. I have to stop blogging about dating and relationships and start dating about fashion and maybe I'll get fitted more often. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Going back, I just had a, a really interesting point. So a lot of the celebrities who aren't wearing deodorant are actually starting to get Botox injections under their arms mm -hmm. to stop sweating. Oh, we, so love, we love Botox. Yeah, wow. so it's interesting. Not in your armpits. Yeah, so <laughs> yes, it's, yes, yes. Yeah, it and helps you sweat less. Yeah, you sweat less. Wow. So it's interesting that people are not willing to put aluminum on their skin, but they're willing to shove about like yeah. 30 needles yeah. under each armpit okay. like twice a year. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. <laughs> so, if oh, someone, if, so if your partner stunk... Mm -hmm. Stinks. 
Would you tell them? <laughs> How would you break it to them? Would you just, like, I would just come out and say, honey, you stay. Hey, oh, I'm yeah, teenage you know. boys. So, you know, when they're, go, when they're getting bigger and everything, I, you know, as a responsible parent, I had to say, you know what, guys, here's, here's some deodorant. Try this. Yeah. See how they like this yeah. one? Or let's go shopping. And you know what else is funny? Like sometimes people send me stuff through Instagram and someone sent me this. It's actually a beautiful kind of a like an undershirt, mm -hmm. but it has built in pads on your armpits. <laughs> that's what? yeah. Does that's it soak the up business. the smell though? Yeah. Oh, and she sent a silk shirt along with really? apparently she sent a silk shirt along with it so that you know how silk really shows right through. Oh. So that's that's her business, Grego. She wanted me to post. Well, it. I'm I'm lucky. Pia, my my partner Pierre, my husband, like he is has no problem with uh, he smells mm. like you know he showers twice a day. Probably like he's you know he likes to smell <laughs> good. So I'm 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 lucky. <laughs> no problem in that department. When we come back, we're going to talk about TIFF, the International Film Festival in Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in each and every week. We really appreciate you guys. Now, it's almost that time again for the Toronto International Film Festival, Yay. where celebrities come and attend the screenings for their upcoming films, also open to the public. And my co-host today, Joan Kelly Walker of The Real Housewives mm -hmm. of Toronto, and many, much more, she does a lot of things. She's also a fashion designer now. Yes. Mm. Yeah, your line's coming up. Coming soon. out in September. Oh, I'm Can't so excited wait. for yeah. that. Very exciting. And you did say you were going to fit me into one of those dresses. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we have you on the radio. Hey, you so. want a model? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Seriously. Really? Okay, we'll talk. <laughs> Might have a fashion show coming up. Oh, my goodness. I don't mm. even know how to want. It's okay. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Joan is actually the host of TIFF Red Carpet Diaries. She's done that for how many years yeah, now? Yeah, it's Red Carpet Diary. It's an independent show, uh, but we, we're at TIFF, and we are on all the major red carpets. And you interview quite a few celebs. Everybody. Who do you expect to see this Everybody. year? Everybody. This year, I have no idea. Honestly, I don't know until like right before, pretty much. I know Ryan Gosling is getting me. Is coming. Is, yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping I, I get that he carpet. Smell. <laughs> I, I, talked, smell. I talked to him before, and he was fantastic. Love but it. yeah, we don't know. And I try and go to the screenings and I try and do my research, but sometimes they switch the carpet I'm on at the last minute, or sometimes they give you a list of who they expect to come and, and more people come or not as many people come. So sometimes there's a no, lot no. of scrambling. So, so so do you have to like see all the movies before they the, the, It helps the if carpet? you can, but that's a lot. Of logistically, you just can't do it. No. Yeah, and, and I love watching movies, so yeah. I would go to every single one if I could, but you just you can't do it. And sometimes right. they don't, if it's the world premiere sometimes there's not a screening you know you just get a little trailer if you're lucky right. sometimes you get nothing so you just have to you know just talk about the film Mm. Do you ever ask celebs questions about their relationships on the carpet? Never. That's not our show. So other people, I can, you know, it depends where I am on the carpet. And you I don't can want to hear, piss them off either. I can hear what other people are asking and everybody says, how do you like Toronto? And they're like, I love Toronto. Like, what are they going to say, right? So I stay clear from how they love Toronto. I stay clear of anything 
personal. I don't want to talk about their girlfriends unless it has something to do with the film. Yeah. And here's an example with Ryan Gosling. I, I forget the name of the film, but he sort of was chewing gum. He had his arms crossed and he was kind of leaning back and not engaging really with anyone. And as soon as he came to me, I had done my research, thank goodness, and I hooked him in a conversation about the film. And he uncrossed his arms and he leaned forward and he made eye contact and we just had a great conversation and he barely made it to any other media before they had to pull him in. So that's what our show does. We really oh, that's talk what about the you meat. Do. Yes. yes. That's what that's you what do. I do. What is your funniest or craziest red carpet memory? Oh, wow. That's a good question. You know, it's such a scramble. Like sometimes there's, you know, 20, sometimes there's 80 media from all over the world. And they give you a little number that's like, like half of a piece of paper, half of it, like, I don't know, that's tiny little number. And that's where you have to stand and your camera has to stand. And if you have a producer behind you. So there's three people in a little one foot uh, frontage of the rope. Yeah. And so I'm standing usually sideways and I've got my hand out and, you know, with my mic flash trying to get in everybody's shot. So, yeah, that part is always really scrambly. The bigger the carpets, the more celebs, the more crazy it is. Sergio, did you go to some of the parties? Because I can uh, see you hanging out. Yeah, at those I do. There's so much fun. Are they like, like pick up like places? Like, do people go there with their boyfriend or girlfriend, or do they go to pick up? Um, it's a mix of both. I've been there with friends who have done that, um, who have brought their husbands or their boyfriends, and I've been there with people who have been single. So it's kind of like a mix of everything. Personally, when I'm there, it's like strictly business. I'm there to work. So when I'm walking a red carpet or from attending an event, it's like I'm just focused on work. And I think it's kind of very Naomi Campbell of me. That's that's her kind of approach on red carpet events and like attending media events. It's to like keep it strictly business and then have your personal life on the side. But you could bring it's a party at the end of the day. So you could bring people you could bring your partner. Awesome. So what are some other events coming up? Well, in the world of designers and labels, we have Paris, New York, and Toronto Fashion Week all coming up in the month of September. <sighs> Sergio, I think you said you're going to Paris. Yeah, so I'm actually... How exciting is well, that? Yeah. Can I come with you? Yeah, you can. You guys are all welcome. So yeah, next you're month... You're small enough to go in his luggage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next month, I'm actually hitting up three of... Um, this, the world's most important fashion week. So I'm doing um, New York first, and then I'm doing Milan right after, and then I'm finishing it off with Paris. How exciting. So, yeah, it's going to be my first time doing Milan and Paris, so I'm really, really excited. New York I've done a few times, so I do have a little bit of um, a hang of things there, so I know what to expect, but I do not know what to expect for the other cities. Hmm. So what can we expect for trends for fall, people? What are some of the prince, trends coming prince. out? Yeah. Lots of prints. Prints. Like, Zebra. Cheetah. Cheetah's making a comeback. Really? Yeah. yeah. And art. Like people are, are hand painting on garments, hand painting on the fabric, lots of geometric stuff, like Picasso kind of prints. Really? Yeah. So Louis Vuitton did an homage to um, Picasso, Monet, and they did um, paintings on all of their bags. So I think that's oh, yeah. really interesting mm -hmm. that you bring mm -hmm. that up. Yeah. Yeah. On, on purses, on jackets, on mm -hmm. pants, on like anything goes right now. I heard metallics. Italics, Hot yeah. pinks. And lavender. Lavender. See a lot lavender. of lavender. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who's doing lavender? It Rainbow was tights. Michael Kors, Max Mara, Super Romantic. Oh, Sergio, Sergio, I, can, I love lavender. Sergio, I can actually that. see you in rainbow tights. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say lavender. I'm like, oh, even that's a little out of my cover zone. <laughs> Oversized bags, I heard. Yeah. And uh, colored lenses and blanket coats. Colored lenses. Really? It's That's fun. what I heard. 
I, you know, and but 80s, 80s I used style, to, puffy sleeves. Believe it or not, long time ago, I used to wear a blue contact. Oh. Me. I have these pink. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? I know. Well, just, you know, just for fun. You know, probably look better with your natural brown eyes. I know. That was a phase, you know, when it was... I don't think that that's in fashion. It was a phase. It was a phase, but I did. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about this when we come back. More on fashion for the fall when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca. On Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Villot of singleinthecity.ca, and it's Sunday night. My co host today is Joan Kelly Walker of The Real Housewives of Toronto. We've got Sergio Al Azi and Greg Omino here as well. They're from The Real Housewives of Toronto. Sergio is also a travel lifestyle and fashion blogger. Grego is also an actress, and Joan wears many hats. She's got a I fashion do. line coming out soon, though, in September. That we're very, very excited about. Me she too. asked me to be a model on the show yeah. today. Yeah, and you committed on, on radio, so you're in, I'm girlfriend. Like, really? I'm five foot two and a half. I don't think I can be a model. Sure, you can. I don't yeah. think so. Sure. You got really? a big smile. Like, what are the yeah. standards now? Need. Are you, do you model ever? No, I don't think it's for me. I think I prefer to be behind the scenes, but I mean, I'm not opposed to it. No. You know what? It's fun. My brand is all about being able to reach every woman in Canada. We're double extra small to double extra large. Which makes sense. We are not expensive, but it's quality and it's fashion and there's nice design there and it's wearable stuff. So this is really important that uh, I'm I'm reflecting like real people in the world. Mm-hmm. So well, thank you for that, Absolutely. Joan. Thank yes. you for that. Thank you. Yeah, and it's fun. It's great fun to be in a fashion show. So we were talking before the break, we were talking about current trends or trends coming up in the fall for fashion. And so, Joan, have any of these current trends influenced you and your brand that's coming up? Oh, boy. You know, you kind of start working like a year ago. I've been working on this for a long, long time. Um, and from the concept stage forward, um, there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through. And this is my first time doing it. So I did, I was maybe more conservative than I will be in the future. And I also leaned heavily on my licensing agent and the manufacturers and, and people that have been through this with a lot of experience. So that was really important to me. I came up with pieces that I think are, are flattering and comfortable and wearable and will take people through many parts of their life if they want to wear a little black dress out for dinner or I've got uh, stuff they could wear to work things that um, you know like they might want to treat themselves like a beach to bar dress or how about puffy sleeves puffy sleeves Let's see. Yeah, I do think I do have some puffy sleeves. Yeah. Do you I guys like ruffles like and puffs. Any leather? Yes. <laughs> September 18th is our big soft launch. She's like, I'm not show. giving you guys any more, <laughs> any more info. What are some of your uh, favorite fashion trends, Joan? Oh, wow. I love oh. this time of year because you start to layer. Mm-hmm. You start to like add all the accessories and the hats and the gloves and the scarves and the jackets. And it's stuff. 40 degrees out. I know it's 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. But at TIFF, sometimes when I'm standing out there in the red carpet at night, it really cools down in September. So yeah. you have to be prepared. So this that's what fall means to me. TIFF and starting to layer things. Mm-hmm. Sergio, Using can, my clothes. Sergio, can we see leg warmers this fall? Leg will warmers? We, will we see them? <laughs> well... It depends how you style it. You could. I actually really love the look of leg warmers. I think if you do it right, it's it was it's been a while since they've how made do you a comeback. Do it right. Well, yeah, you have to tell kind us. Of, well, you kind of have to like <laughs> tuck it under your heel. 
Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah, where like people, oh, yeah. yeah, like you have to like kind of put it and then you kind of have to make the leg warmer one with your high heel. You can't wear it with flats. With though. a high heel. And no, are they no, solid not. color or are they? Yeah, I would do a solid. I wouldn't. Solid. A leg warmer is already no. a stretch. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't <laughs> go, I wouldn't go and put a bright turquoise like leg warmer. No, I would do like a black or a So what kind a of heel? Like a, a closed heel? I would do like a, a booty and then a just booty. put a. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, like, oh, you nice. know, I, I don't think I've worn leg warmers. How about rainbow tights, Sergio? Can we see them? In them? <laughs> I don't think the rainbow tights are coming back anytime sooner. I, I don't they even. Were. I heard they were. I don't know if they were ever in trend <laughs> to make a comeback. I think in the 80s, but the 80s are coming back. The 80s is coming back. This really? is what I heard. Yeah, Leather ties. We'll soon know. Parachute right? pants. Oh, Laura has a no. pair of, uh, of tights. Rugby pants. Of, yeah. of rainbow tights hidden in her closet. <laughs> yeah. She wants to bring them back. Yeah. She's, them. she's waiting for approval from one of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so our last pop culture show, we were discussing Demi Lovato's drug overdose that landed her in the emergency room mm. and now rehab. Well, I watched a video this past week. Did you guys see that video where her drug dealer basically came on he looked high himself anyways and he was talking about how he loved her so much and they were they were such great friends but he's calling her out on television so he said that pretty much she was his booty call and that she clearly knew what she was taking that day I guess and he had mentioned there was fentanyl in the pill like who would take a pill knowing there's fentanyl in it which is quite yeah, sad you're playing with your life yeah. so uh, and before you take it you're Presumably sober. Maybe she had alcohol before that mm. or something else. I, I think I think she was probably under the influence of something because nobody really willingly takes fentanyl knowing that fentanyl yeah. is... Yeah. And how, yeah. like, did he say, by the way, by the way, there's OxyContin yeah. and probably fentanyl in there? By the way, just yeah. to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> but also, in that clip where you see him talking about her, he's clearly he's, on something. High, so, yeah. like, can you trust he this guy? Pretty, he's he's spoke, anyway. exactly. He spoke well, though, for being on something. Like, really? I think if I was on heroin, I'm not sure that I could even talk. I don't give any <laughs> Sometimes drug I can't credit, even talk on the radio. Dealer here, credit mind. for speaking well. But yeah. do you think do you That's think awful. that maybe he's admitting it admitting to it now that he got caught for it and he's like, "Oh, well, I told her there was fentanyl in it." Or do you think that it was just something that he was trying to slip or he probably didn't even know, but now he's just kind of taking accountability and being like, well, she knew I told her, but she was too high to remember. Anyways, this for him just to yeah. go public, to go on air and, and talk about something that's so, you know, tragic and personal. I mean, this guy, I'm sorry, but yeah. and no credibility. That, but what yeah, is she no doing with him? Yeah. That, why, why, well, why is it on TV? Why TMZ? Well, this is TMZ. It's, it was on TMZ. Yeah. They shouldn't give him any time. Airtime. Well, TMZ likes that. They like garbage. But you know what? I, I think it. I think it's a great way because now that um, everybody knows his face, they know not to. Well, that, they, yeah, yeah, they know he can't dealer. be a drug dealer well, anymore. Actually, yeah. So I think it's like a great way to change his <laughs> life. So yeah. he's, he's, he's not, not going to change his life. That guy's not going. He's not going to be able to life. sell drugs anymore. Everybody knows who he is. They know what he's selling. Clearly. <laughs> okay, so yeah. the thing that shocks me though is that you think of like the the elite crowds as this girl probably circle her circle is elite and all the people that she hangs out with and then she's got this other dark side where she hangs out with the scum but of the earth she like we're talking about ben affleck and and jennifer garner she, jennifer's there helping him doesn't anybody is there nobody like jennifer to help demi 
I, I, there I don't has know. to be. But some, I mean, some people keep, yeah, but sometimes well, when you have addiction problems, you keep, it's a deep, dark secret. Yeah. And well, she doesn't I, let people know when she gets like that. That's why she's hanging out with that scummy guy. Mm-hmm. And she's, he's yeah. hidden. Nobody probably even knew who he was. Well, actually, yeah. ex, Danny Levito ex, uh, he's an actor. Wilmer yeah. yes, Valderrama, yes. yeah. He's, he's been helping her like a lot uh, through the whole uh, mm. drug well, thing. Good. Yeah. So, you know, ex, and he's still. You know, he I think he's, he's still in love with her, though. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back on the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Sunday night right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. Joan Kelly Walker is here. She's my co-host today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, always. And you're going to be my co-host uh, here and there as well as every for every pop culture edition. Yes. First Sunday. First Sunday. Of every month. Yeah. Good. And uh, our guests today are Greg Omino Hello. and Sergio Al-Azi from the Real Housewives of Toronto as well. And uh, now we want to talk about dating and relationship news. So an article by Independent News states that women are sharing their red flags or warning signs to help others avoid bad, bad relationships. So some warning signs that were listed were if the person has no close friends, they're always late, they refuse to apologize or... They don't handle disagreements well. So I want to start with you, Sergio, because I know Grego is in a relationship, married for quite a few years. Yeah. Joan is married years. as well. Yep. Both have lovely, lovely husbands. Thank you. Sergio, what's your status? I'm single. I'm just honestly really taking um, the time to just really focus on my career and make sure I'm on the right path. I have a friend who... One of the most talented people I've ever met. She made me, she, whatever I am today is because of her and she's ruining her life. She's like almost in her thirties now. And she has been so caught up in a relationship with a guy that she hasn't really been able to focus on her career. And I told myself, I will never let anybody distract me. No, it's like he, he just doesn't, he doesn't support her. Yeah, because he's jealous. Yeah. What happens is. He doesn't want her to succeed because, and he feels that she's going to go find somebody else. So he's very insecure. That's that's insecurity, right? Yeah. So yeah. it just kind of raised the red flag, and I'm like, I this is something I like for me. This is like one of my goals is I really want to accomplish and build a brand for myself. So I do not want to get distracted from that. And I know these are the years now that I really have to put like full full speed. And I just saw how badly it affected her life. So I just kind of am oh, very I cautious. Know, but you can't. See that, Sergio? Like, yeah. that's just one bad relationship. Does she seem unhappy, though? No, she's she's doing better now, but it just, it took, like, six, seven years out of years that she could have been gone so far. Okay, but what if she didn't want to go that far, right? Maybe she yeah. she is where she's at, and she wants to be there, and she's happy and comfortable. She, she does want, <laughs> she did want to go. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, a, it's a whole other story. But, yeah, it's also, it's also you have to be very cautious. I feel like when you're in an industry where people are really trying to get in, same with acting, same with singing, um, a lot of people tend to use each other. So I'm just very cautious of that. I think, Joan, yeah. you were saying something like that mm-hmm. on, yeah, people on, on a previous climb. show. Mm-hmm. There's lots about- of social climbers out there, and it's really hard to know when they're trying to climb on you because they put their sweetest persona on and you don't know so you've got to kind of like you know figure it out and call a spade a spade and and it's hard like you don't want to go around being 
you know, cautious around everybody. But certainly if you're dating somebody and it's the first couple of dates and there's a red flag that comes out, you have to look at that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get people, sometimes I'll get some of those because they want to come on the show, right? But I can tell when they're just trying to be extra nice to me because they want to get on the show. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I know what you're Mm -hmm. up to. But how do you tell? Like like if someone's being super, super sweet and Well, because when someone comes on really strong, when someone just keeps like, they keep coming at you Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, take it easy. I'll give you guys a... Like you feel it. You you can just feel it. I'll give you guys a perfect example. Every time I post like a Snapchat story or a picture with you guys, somebody, there's, I'm not going to name names, somebody always messages me and says, let's all do dinner together. And I'm like, red flag, no, I'm not I'm not organizing that. I think with anything, no matter what industry you're in, even in like the corporate world, there's people that always are going to use you and try to get info out of you and just for personal gain to and get to elevate in- them. See, I don't, I don't think a lot of people try to get info out of you. <laughs> but Laura, when you're when people are first dating, what are the red flags that they should look for? I mean, you're the dating expert. Yeah. So, well, if you're on a date with someone, take a look at how they treat the people around yeah. you or around mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So, how do they talk to the the waiter or the waitress yeah. or? Um, take a look at little things like are they gentlemen like like for me, I might be looking. You know, I'm dating a man, let's say. Like, will they pull out the chair for mm-hmm. me? Those will they pay those. for that first date? Um, how about, what are they talking about on those dates? You know, like, what are mm-hmm. some things that they bring up? Are they still talking about their ex? Like, that's a big red flag when people talk yes. about their ex past yeah. relationships. See if their eyes are wandering. Yeah. And that's yeah. another yeah, way yeah, to that's tell. that's a big one. That's right. another way to see are if someone's a social wandering. climber, too. If, yeah. if they're looking at you trying to make convo, but then they're seeing if somebody else is better that they could mm-hmm. get. Or even that goes with dating too. And even with like relationships and social climbing, it's like anytime somebody's not 100% focused on you, they're trying to look for somebody better. So that's also a big red flag. You have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Also, I like it when when someone comes with a plan. Like if you're going to ask me for dinner, make a reservation. It doesn't have to be like an expensive thing, but you know, maybe come with tickets for something or say, let's go for a walk in the park. Like have an idea of what to do. Nothing worse when somebody shows up and and they're like, okay, what do you want to (laughs) do? Like the girl's like, I don't know what to wear for that. You know what? Some guys, (laughs) honestly, some guys have an issue (laughs) with that. Some guys just have an issue with booking things. They just, it's not in their nature and it's very difficult for them to do. And I empathize, empathize with them a little bit, but at some point, like, you know, come on, guys. Yeah. Really? Make, yeah, you're right. Make a plan. Because girls like that. Girls, girls love to Especially be, at the beginning. Yeah. Have a plan. Have and a then plan. the girl will reciprocate and she'll make a plan. And then it'll, you know, start to go from there, hopefully. And also, like, are they, what are they talking about on this date? Are they talking about themselves the entire time? Do Are they truly trying to get to know you? That's or are they just yeah. boasting about themselves? It's like if the person is just talking about themselves mm-hmm. and not li- and not listening asking to you, asking questions, that's for me, it's a turn off. Yeah. And another big turn off is when you talk about everything that you have. It's like, who oh. cares? Yeah, oh God. Oh, Some no. people hide oh. behind that though. It's yeah. like insecurity. I have yeah. this car, I've got that yeah. house, I've got that, oh, I own I this, this, I job. own that. I, oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? That's all the time we have for today, guys. A big thank you to all of you for coming out today and my co-host Joan I appreciate yeah. you guys all taking the time out to come out thank you so much so okay so let's start with you Grego where can people find you uh, Grego Mino uh, Instagram and gregomino.com my website okay yeah. Sergio for me it's at Tuxedo Sergio 
And my website is www.tuxedosergio.com. Joan? I'm at joankellywalker.com is my website. And uh, my Instagram is at joankww. Okay, and I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, singleinthecity.ca. You can visit my website, singleinthecity.ca, for more relationship tips, info, and upcoming events. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Ciao for now.